Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Everything's happening, and like I missed this Beast Morphers thing. I technically missed it. I never actually watched it with the sound on. Wait, so you have not listened to it yet? No, I just did. Like, about... I was go- <laughs> I was gonna be like, oh man, live reaction for the podcast because I do want to talk about it. Are you doing um, it on the app or? Desktop? Yeah, I do not use like computers, um, except for <laughs> podcasting and at work. <laughs> While you're living that no technology life, that's like the antithesis of Beast Morphers. <laughs> it's all about technology. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, Extra Episode 48, Rangers Commentary, Secret Ranger Fan Super Subtext Slam Session, United We Stand. Recorded on February 27th, 2019. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Summer Ranger up with your host. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S, Doug F, Tyler W, Christopher M, Eric D, Bo H, Sean V, Steve F, Derek G, Teresa B, and Jacob P for supporting us this month. Hey. Hey. (laughs) We have a lot to talk about for Beast Morphers. Yeah. It's an understatement. (laughs) It's a huge understatement. (laughs) Uh, So we're actually releasing it Saturday, March 2nd. So by the time you listen to this, you've probably already saw Beast Morphers, the premiere, which our next episode will actually be about the premiere episode and our reactions and initial thoughts. So you'll have to wait uh, at least one more week for that. But we can talk about, because this past week, the trailer release, the intro released today as we recorded and uh, we also got episode two title so sticking with the low-hanging fruit beast morphers first episode is obviously called uh, beast unleash but we found out the episode two title which is evox's revenge when grid battle forces commander needs to select a leader for the team the power rangers are at odds over who should get the job mm. Was that a groan of indifference or thinking? <laughs> a groan of um, curiosity? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this will air next Saturday, March uh, 9th. For me, I, I really can't comment until I see that first episode. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's going to at least set the tone for what we can expect. But also that's kind of like not a good way to do that because first episodes for any Power Rangers series are usually pretty epic in scope. It's really when you're into like the weeds of the middle of the season, is it like, all right, I know where this is going. At least 
five episodes. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see like maybe some of the other characters. I, I know we've got all the supporting cast that they've already announced, but who is playing the commander? How significant of a role is he um, mm-hmm. or she? We don't even know. Yeah. Now let's talk about the trailer. So it finally released. <laughs> and finally released uh, four days ago as the time we record this on uh, February 23rd. It released and we got our first look at the trailer. I'm watching it now. But what did you think of this trailer? In all honesty, I'm going to have to rewatch it. Kind of forgot most of it. <laughs> All right, let's also do a live commentary on this trailer. (laughs) Hit play on the count of three. All right. One, two, three. Okay, so I love the visuals anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm digging Evox. Mm -hmm. Uh, this, This morph is just fire. Yes. And they they match the cockpit from the Sentai. It was like just enough to be like, wow, here it is. Uh huh. It makes me curious. Like it gives me just yeah. enough to like get me hyped and make me want more. Exactly, and I think that's the job of any trailer. Mm-hmm. It should generate the hype, and you should be excited to watch whatever you're about to watch. Yeah. I like that we kind of got confirmation that Blaze and Roxy are going to be corrupted in Mm -hmm. some way. Because as we see in the intro, which we're going to watch in a second, Ravi Mm -hmm. is wearing like a lighter version of what they're wearing with the shoulder pads and stuff. Mm -hmm. That kind of leads to the theory that blaze and roxy were the original red and yellow okay and i think that's pretty cool yeah so blue's kind of the veteran and everyone listening to this is probably going to be like oh well they answered that in the first episode you guys like what what the heck but (laughs) we're recording this before it's even been aired so we're just speculating so it'll be funny to see if our speculations come to pass get one point for every correct speculation cool (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely exciting i love the cgi on on evox Mm. i think that's a bad digital snake i mean we didn't get many shots of like special effects and like cgi and all that but what they did show looks really nice the morph sequence is yeah that was just so cool now today as we record this february 27th We got the intro. Let me pull that up. Let me pull that up as well. So we got the cast helmetless in their suits inside the base set, which is super cool. And so when I was at the Hasbro presentation thing, Mm -hmm. there was a video very much like this, but saying different things like, hey, sorry, we couldn't be at Toy Fair, but we're filming the next season of Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Mm -hmm. So you can tell they filmed it in the same day with all this other stuff. So initial impressions, I do like the look of the set from just what little we see. Mm -hmm. It's definitely that SPD vibe for me. Mm -hmm. Like the government organization. It's another group. And Mm -hmm. we got Grid Battle Force. That's what the GB stands for. There's that cool old desk on the side with a computer. That's really all we can see. (laughs) And I love how they've recreated the suits, though. Because, you know, so much is new footage and, like, recreations. And 
the suits look so nice. And and that's what we found out at, at San Diego Comic-Con last mm-hmm. year was that they completely remade the suits. And it definitely looks like it because they are tailored directly for those actors. Mm-hmm. And it looks awesome. Yeah. They've always been some of my favorite suits, like in general, mm-hmm. and just seeing them in a shot so nice and like posed and it's so nice like seeing them in action is like one kind of awesome but then just like seeing them in general is a second kind of awesome and that's like the coolest thing i like about any power rangers season when they go helmetless yes to me that is such an awesome moment i don't care what the context is Mm -hmm. it just makes everything like more real you know so i'm i'm totally digging it Let's watch this thing. Are we starting from after the intro or doing that too? Let's start after the intro. So I'm going to timestamp 11 seconds. It's just a black screen. Ready? All right. On the count of three. One, two, three. Ah, they look so good. They do. And they're kicking butt. Got a smile at the camera. I'm loving the font. Beast Morphin Light or Might? I don't even know. It's Might. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Beast. Like, it's all it's, digital. It's so sleek and it's yeah. just not fast paced and it doesn't drag. It really gets to the point. It's actiony. It sets the right tone and the shots match with the music like perfectly. I always love the shot where the bike is like going, jumping, and the explosions behind it. That's such a cool shot. Yep. And it's like those opening shots where you see all three of the rangers. I feel like that also kind of confirms that whole like corrupted rangers too. Because the only one you see in that training suit is Ravi. And the other two are just kind of like on the street civilian glows. I like that too because it reminds me of the Dino Charge intro where they were like all discovering their energems. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of that. It's like that pre-shot before they were Rangers, like their defining moment or whatever. Because, yeah. Yes. Because, because you see Jackie like look up surprise like WTF mm-hmm. or Zoe. I'm I'm switching between their character <laughs> and actor names. And then you see Devin in the background, everyone's running away, but he's like whoa wtf what's going on mm-hmm. and even ravi's shot with the training suit that looked like his defining moment oh snap they just got corrupted i gotta go into action or something yeah it's a moment of like realization for all three of them to convey that in a span of literally three seconds is so cool yes. like it really immediately sets the tone mm-hmm. i love the backgrounds mm-hmm. i love the new font everything looks just great it just it all it's all looks so nice like i i don't know <laughs> i don't know man i'm just it's weird how like a 30 second opening credit sequence can get me real hyped but it has it's just really cool some of the reactions i saw today a lot of people were like oh like go go power rangers again this is so subtle it's subtle it's very subtle it's not blaring time and even the it's morphin time is like this techno like thing in the background. I can't tell if that's an intentional homage to like go busters. And we had a comment from one of our listeners mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, like it might be intentional, it might not be, because it also is like a standard Power Rangers thing. But I really like it. It's 
to the point, doesn't drag on, sets the tone. They're instantly making changes that for some people are, it's like rocking the boat a bit Mm -hmm. because we normally have a one minute intro. Boom. That's cut. It's 30 seconds now. Mm -hmm. It's half the time. And I don't know if we did that pre-show or whatever, but when we were talking, like I came to this realization, like, okay, if they half the intro and we get 30 seconds, that's 30 seconds more of story that they could put into the show. Mm Mm-hmm. If this season is 22 episodes like it has been, that's 11 minutes of story that we'll be reclaiming just because they half the intro. Mm -hmm. And spread out over two seasons, you've got essentially a bonus episode in content that's already built into the show. Yeah, and like people think 30 seconds can't make that much of a difference, but then you think how much of a difference it made right off the bat in the theme song. Like, it doesn't drag. It's just like, boom, let's get into the show. It's morphin' time, boom. Let's, we're get, into let's the show. get you hyped. Yeah. Like, we're in it. And as much as I love, like, the Dino Charge theme and some of those other themes that we've got in the past that mm-hmm. have been a minute long, it hypes you, but... It drags. But they drag, yeah. And it's like, okay, uh, there's all the villains, blah, blah, blah. Like, we couldn't be spending this time on something else. Right, and how many times have we talked about over the years where it's like, man, if they just had maybe a minute more to just, like, punch that story to really end it the right way, Uh where it doesn't feel rushed. And I feel like reclaiming 30 seconds and putting that back into the story, I hope it's just that little difference that that really helps these episodes. Or at least I hope it's in the story and not in a commercial break, because that will really suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic. Yes, no, I agree. But either way, the 30 seconds, I miss it from the opening, because it'd be nice to like see the other cool shots of the rest of the cast. Yes. That's mainly why I miss it, because I know there's more cast, and I wish they were there too. Yeah. The, like, really long establishing shots, I like them, but, like, you can do without it. Right. I mean, I don't miss it from this. It gets me hyped. Nice theme song riff. Super cool shots of the cast. Like, they all look super too cool for any of us. (laughs) And (laughs) it's nice. I like it. It's very nice. It's very nice. You got the Secret Ranger fan seal of approval. Oh. You know, that's what you want, Hasbro. That's nice. That's what y'all want. That's the quality right there. Yeah. That's how you define all of your work that you do is by <laughs> the secret ranger. <laughs> my seal of approval. So before we get into the actual commentary that we'll be doing for our main topic, we did put out a call after the trailer came out. If people like the theme, did you like the intro? We'll read everyone's comments right now. So on Facebook, I Jericho at MCP Productions said too short. It sucks. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Noah Bowden said, do you think the theme song at least represents the identity of the season despite still using Go-Go? Since we don't know the identity of the season, all I know is it's a techno theme. It's a remix. They've added some digital effects. It sounds super cool. I think it fits the tone of technology. I do not mind the Go-Go because it's very subtle. Yeah. It's more of like a, I mean, I don't remember the Zio theme, but I'm almost thinking it's like a Zio type subtleness or maybe a turbo type subtleness. I think it's a turbo type subtleness because like even Zio was like, oh, Zio, 
bum, 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 bum. Like okay. there was still that's that riff more, in the beginning. Yeah, so yeah. like a turbo type subtleness. Like exactly. You, like if you know to listen for it, right. it's like a very small piece. It's like a tribute to the past without being stuck in it. Boom. I think you <laughs> nailed it. Like that is the perfect sentiment because there's these little touches to the past, but we're moving forward. Mm -hmm. Even something as drastic as cutting the length of time that the intro is in half. It's kind of like all these little things Hasbro saying, all right, we've got this. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. It, feel, it feels <laughs> like the future while telling us that it respects the past. Exactly. Eric Beltran said, I like the opening. It's a mix of retro and new, perfect for a new era of Power Rangers. And he also hit the nail on the head. Yes. John W. Baylor said, it was awesome. And Joshua Bosson said, it did feel somewhat notably short. And again, that's probably by design. Yep. So moving on to Twitter, uh, mostly speaking Sentai at MSS Pod said, gang vocals, check. Vocoder, check. Super clean rock vocals, check. Didn't know those would work well together, but this is a dope theme. Yeah, and shout out to James at Mostly Speaking Sentai. Been a great supporter of the podcast, and check out our Ranger Nation spotlight with them. But he's a rapper, he's a musician, he's an audio editor by default. So if he's digging the theme, if you get someone that that's in, into that much of audio... Mm -hmm. And they dig it. I think they did a good job. Then. Yep. Juo Vaughn at Mr. Cooper 92 said thoughts on the theme. I like it. The go, go power Rangers phrase is different in a way where it sounds more techno ish. It's a short theme, but I'm glad that it's not as long as Ninja steals theme. J boss at J boss 1998 said, I dig this opening a lot. It's addicting. Oh, absolutely. John Fu Su at Fu Mix Su said thoughts on the new theme it's a good theme overall. Many are not happy about the addition of the go-go part again, but I think it's fine. I was put off by the digital aspect of the song since the last one that we had was Overdrive, Shudders. Uh, I'm really hoping that the song in the show is not 30 seconds long because it's a good song. I feel it needs to be longer. If it is only 30 seconds for the show, I hope we get an extended version. I mean, a real one, not the same song made longer looking at you, Samurai. Overall, I can't wait for the show and the reveal of the opening video and music has done nothing but make me even more hyped for the show's debut. I can't freaking wait. Side note, I do hope that they release maybe a minute long theme with more mm -hmm. verses or something. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Mr. Mike at Mr. Mike Canada said, unpopular opinion, I don't like the intro theme. It has one verse and a bunch of Go-Go Power Ranger lines splattered throughout. I was honestly hoping for better. And that's fair. Yeah. A lot of the comments and a lot of what I've seen on social today, it was pretty much split in the middle, I think. Mm -hmm. C. Martinez at C. Martinez 90 said, theme was a bit short, hoping a longer version goes online. It does seem to fit with the show of techno-based and does have that feel of it being a Hasbro property like other Hasbro shows I've seen. Intro of the actors looks amazing, and let's hope it's better than from the last eight years. <laughs> Dare Bear at uh, Derek B. Gale said, dig the electronica influence and hope that makes it into the show's score too. I also love the fonts they're using for the credits and the overall shiny tech slash cyberpunkish aesthetic of this season. I'm here for it. Yes. 
I agree 100%, Derek. The A Games 10 said, do you believe we'll get an extended version of the theme? I hope we do. <laughs> also in the theme, do you hear for justice we fight with beast morphin might or for justice we fight with beast morphin light? couple people have heard light and not might i initially heard light when i first heard the theme mm-hmm. and i was like what the hell is beast morph and light like what that doesn't even make sense that doesn't make <laughs> sense and then uh, jason bischoff on twitter tweeted out the lyrics and it's supposed to be beast morph and might mm-hmm. we've had that kind of mix up in theme songs in the past I like Beast Morphin Might because that's what they intended. Because Morphin Might, Mighty Morphin, it's like a play on words. It's strength, rhymes with yeah. light. It makes it makes sense. And it's also like the actual lyrics, so it's no room for debate. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. hate to say it, that's the lyric. I'm down with it because I have no idea what Beast Morphin Light is. <laughs> Next one, uh, Solomon D at Sollyman underscore D said, I like that it's a distinct techno beat as well as the fact that it's under a minute. I look forward to hearing the instrumental during Megazord fights. Oh man, a techno instrumental theme? I didn't would even be think of awesome. that for some reason. That would be so cool. It really would. Jumba Daniels said, Did you guys hear the nod to Go Busters in the intro? Good stuff like that. It's morphin time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the morpher actually says that in the show, I will lose it. Yeah. That would be epic. <laughs> On a similar note, Slider5597 at Andrew Booth 16 said, Unsure if this is a reference to Go Busters or just the regular Power Rangers morphing call, which they're more likely to use in this show. Cup of Red actually asked, When is it coming to Canada? I really don't have a clue. Our brothers and sisters in the North are really excited for Beast Morphers, but I have no idea what channels are up there or when it airs. Check your local listings. Yep. That's all I can really say. I feel like it generally premieres a bit later in other countries than it does here. I would just try to keep an eye on it. Whatever channel it usually airs on, maybe tweet at them or even tweet at Power Rangers like, do you know when it's coming to Canada? Just let Hasbro know mm-hmm. that you guys want to see this internationally. As they have more news, I'm sure they'll try to get something out to you guys. Mm-hmm. But I hope you get a chance to watch it. Yeah. Rider Club at Rider Club Main said, I like it. Fits the show well. And I have to agree. So let's get into the main topic of the episode. It's another subtext slam session. Super subtext slam session. It's even more super. Yes. It's super mega because we are going to be watching Mega Force. Yep. Yeah. First, this is Power Rangers Mega Force episode five, United We Stand. We'll be watching this on Netflix. Episode 5 of Power Rangers Megaforce, United We Stand. It actually aired on March 2nd, believe it or not. So when this episode comes out, it will actually be the sixth anniversary for this episode. Oh my gosh, that's a cool Which feels like forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel old. And I'm it not. does. Um. <laughs> I mean, we started the podcast a year later, so we were in super Megaforce mode. 
so we we never really talked about the first season of Mega Force. Mm-hmm. This was written by uh, Jill Donnellan, mm-hmm. uh, who wrote for Lost Galaxy, Wild Force, Samurai, and this season Mega Force, and directed by Jonathan Burrow, who directed episodes of Mystic Force, Operation Overdrive, Jungle Fury, RPM, Samurai Mega Force, and some for Dino Charge. The synopsis, when best friends Gia and Emma are turned into bitter enemies by a vicious monster, Bizarra. Meanwhile, the guys are captured by Queen Bee Bizarra and turned into her drone slaves. This episode teaches a lesson about friendship. (laughs) So I have to ask, AP, from what you can remember and what you've told on the last Subtext Slam session, Mm -hmm. what's the general subtext of this episode before we dive into it? It's rural gay. (laughs) (laughs) all right that's all we have to say about that one um just some general notes about this show this was actually 750th episode of power rangers overall which doesn't count uh the reversioning Mm -hmm. so that's kind of a like big number. Like I mentioned this on the last subtext uh-huh. episode, but this is the one that I was watching and I had people come over and they were like sort of watching it at the beginning before I turned yeah. it off. And they were like thought that it was real gay. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, wait, are those two dating? And I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> so like even people who weren't familiar with the show like saw it like very very clearly and would you believe that this is the only gia centered episode for both seasons of the mega force that is a crime you mean the episode where she did the head nod wasn't a gia centered episode <laughs> I don't think a head nod counts as a centered episode. It's like the only GIF I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, for maximum enjoyment, please watch along with us. Again, this is Power Rangers Mega Force Episode 5 United We Stand. At the time of this recording, uh, it's available on Netflix. It's available on DVD, the, the Mega Sets, the Super Mega Ultra Set, whatever dvd set from shout factory it's on there so on the count of three we'll hit play to start it's available on itunes yeah if you want to buy it those weird Lionsgate releases yeah it's all over the place yeah on the count of three we'll hit play okay one two three ah yes our world was great until these jerks showed up oh god Go say. Troll say. (laughs) That's a throwback. I did like the teleportation effect, though, to be fair. That they used in, like, one episode. Yeah. Extreme BMX skills, which we'll see in Beast Morphers. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a date. I mean, that's what this is. This is a date. (laughs) I insist. That totally was an awkward phrasing. Yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> stop at that log up ahead. Or just, like, stop. Ooh, the rare flower. Follow me. That wasn't flirty at all. 
Oh no, completely not. That's not a classification. <laughs> We're seeing this together. <laughs> oh, one of nature's secrets. And our relationship. <laughs> Best friends, wink. <laughs> But just for us, why would they say that? We'll take pictures together, but just for us. I always wondered where they kept those loafers at. They're so huge and like very obvious. <laughs> they just like, pull out of the morphin grid. I don't know. Power Rangers Mega Force. Oh God, I forgot that they yelled their <laughs> names. <laughs> I mean, I can't see why people are complaining about the Beast Morphers theme when, when this, this theme exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, pick your battles, people. Like this, like, this is something to be upset about if you're complaining <laughs> about, like, dredging up the past. Like <laughs> Exactly. Th this wasn't even, a, like, a subtle tribute. This was blatant ripoff especially coming off of samurai mm -hmm. like they just mix some words together and it was the same mega force is not a theme that's not a theme <laughs> let's check it out loogie's chitter that's a i i'm i have subtitles on so <laughs> all the foot soldiers had Booger names. Yeah. Had the Moogers. Had the Loogies. <laughs> it was <laughs> gross. I did like his attitude. Mm -hmm. I, I did like Vrak overall. Yeah. And you know what? I like these suits. I do too. <laughs> that one guy just went flying. <laughs> I know that Sentai footage, but man, that guy went far. <laughs> He's got to go. Yes. <laughs> it's just bad. For, for a focus episode, this, there's not a lot of focus on, <laughs> on Gia. <laughs> yeah, they're Power Rangers. Uh, 
See, in in context, that's just so weird. It is. Like, friends do that sometimes, but like not <laughs> that often. Well, it, it was great to battle with you, but now we're off to continue our date. <laughs> that's just, what like, it read to me. The entire time as we're walking away. And and we'll just hug each other randomly, but but not the guys who also did good in battle and are our friends. Yeah. All right, real talk. I think this is a cool monster design. Yeah. Like the the whole Bizarra, Bizarra, whatever her name is. And then that statement. All these statements. What, what do you how mean? Much better women are compared to men, and then you got all this subtext. It's like, oh, she's got a whip. <laughs> That's on subtext. That's just a straight up whip. Well, not that subtext. This whole episode's about basically how men are like not as great <laughs> as women, and and all men should be subservient. Yeah. And then you want me to think that that subtext of like Gia and Emma isn't there? Like basically the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, this is the entire episode. <laughs> and then they just lock arms. And she just said that again, but they're just for us, those pictures. Why? Because are they keeping their love a secret? Yes. <laughs> you need to be more careful. Hey, I gotta see first. I like it. For once you're not snarling. I hate it. It's going. No. Yes. No. Yes. See, this is a lover's quarrel. Oh no, they they ripped the picture. In like a perfectly jagged form. <laughs> <laughs> and even though they crumpled it, it unf- and unfurled. Game's about to start. You know, I was thinking, what? That alien from this morning? He was different. He didn't look like an insect. <laughs> I mean, are they all insects? Come on. It's time to work for a living. My God. See, I don't know how much subtext this is because this is all pretty bland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, on the surface, sure, it's like a girl power episode, but I mean, when you look at it. Why are they keeping their pictures a secret? That's she, she made, G, Gia made that point two separate instances. How dare you insult me? I am the queen bee and will be addressed as such. Ooh, electro whips. That morph takes way too long. Like they're on their knees, but then. <laughs> Mega 
It still kind of bothers me how they didn't change the cards. Oh, yeah. So much is unedited Sentai footage, and it's so lazy. Yeah. Whereas in Dino Charge, they actually changed the names on the the Chargers. And, like, they forgot to once, and then they went back and fixed it. Remember that? Exactly. But this, it's like, it's like Skigit card, and you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, he pronounced that really weird. Me neither. (laughs) Neither. It's neither, right? I don't know. Regional thing. Mega Blaster, even though we're totally pissed off at each other. How'd you know, How'd you know about our secret secrets? <laughs> what? Those were secrets. <laughs> Under the ranger command. <laughs> Although I did like how she called out his ridiculously bad pun. <laughs> Yeah, because you need all five of them. What's wrong with the girls? They can't stop arguing. I'm also new there at the Photoshop. She must have done something to them. Quit it. We've got a bad Brilliant deduction there, Sherlock. <laughs> Don't force it. It's weird it's how over. old this footage looks now. Yeah, it is. I was going to say, is it over yet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's ridiculous Sentai footage that they could have edited a little bit. Troy's robotic face. <laughs> no dawdling. It's been an eon since I've had a manicure. Make them pretty. My venom is quite effective, huh? You should all. Oh my god. Ew, the feet. <laughs> Okay, this sh- she is pretty great as a villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> See, like this is like scenes like this were actually like pretty like okay though. Oh yeah, I mean Mega Force wasn't all bad. It was just Super Mega Force that was the worst. <laughs> mm-hmm. Logic, Emma. Clues, Gia. 
<laughs> I totally forgot that line. <laughs> Boom. See how glad they looked to see her. They were so happy to see her. They were because she's the real star of the show, but apparently <laughs> not because this is her only focus episode. <laughs> Best friends, quote unquote. I like how that's the dramatic commercial break. Beetle Blast. I mean, that's a call to Big Bad Beat Awards. Or the Beat Awards. It's a Beat Awards. Or Big Bad Beat Awards. <laughs> that's Beat Awards. So. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Nope. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> We've always been friends, and nothing happened between us to change that. It must have been a spell. After all, we've always had each other's backs. <laughs> Literally, as this footage and, and this date footage shows. <laughs> we were being forced to hate each other. Emma, the power of friendship can break the spell. Oh, no. <laughs> power of friendship broke the spell? <laughs> And here's this card. I am a terrible mentor. Skick brother card. None of the footage was changed. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> It's too much like exposition. I broke the spell over us. Like They're really? telling instead of showing. Uh, best friend, yeah. The we fact know that they kept up. saying best friend seemed like they were trying to convince us of something. I think so. Like, they're like, mm, not gay, they're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's doing fist bumps they're with their friends. other hand. <laughs> they best friends one more time. I don't think I believe it yet. 
Okay, I do love that background music. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the name of the episode. That's a cool graphic. Yeah. But also shows that together they are more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pose and awkward explosion. Okay, Troy. See, the spell's broken, so you don't need... Oh, yeah. Or your best friend that's standing right next to you. And I think he died like the next episode too. He wasn't in this show for very long. <laughs> Sequence is way too long. Although I, I do like this this Megazord. It's pretty mm -hmm. sweet. Just love how Gose named everything after himself. <laughs> he he's just bad. He's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, he did learn everything from Zordon, so true, 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 true. Yeah, but you can't like command a Megazord. <laughs> Yes, card. Yes. <laughs> I love the S kick card. <laughs> uh, it's like the lack of editing in this season is terrible. It's it's the worst. Like that's what takes. Like honestly, if there had just been more editing, it would not have been so like. Plus, it's it's HD quality. Like, you you can clearly have time to read these, and see that's not what they're saying. <laughs> okay, I like that her swear is beeswax. That's that's great. Huh? What's up? She kept jerking the controls side to side. <laughs> like, so, like, violently, too.
Wow, that was so awkward. Like kind of breaking the fourth wall with the whoa, whoa, and guys. <laughs> <laughs> Here, all the bees are dying. Well, I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the second time you said the that. Daily document. That's the name of the paper. I mean, you were under their spell, so. Oh, well, among other things. <laughs> Emma, you really found the Magnus Brumus annulus? I'm impressed. Yeah, I did. But why was she just so like, uh, don't don't show our cheerleaders. <laughs> Lesbians. <laughs> Lesbians. <laughs> oh, just kiss already. Oh my god. What is happening? <laughs> the next episode is the Taylor Swift episode. The what episode? Taylor Swift episode. Taylor Swift episode? Yep. What are you talking about? <laughs> Harmony and Discord? Yes. Guest starring Taylor Swift. There's no Taylor Swift in that episode. Go say in the robot, man. Oh, oh my God. Isn't worth it. Yes, yes. Oh, so for anyone that that doesn't know what we're referring to, there was this YouTube series called Go Say in the Robot. It was literally the best thing ever. And we will link to that because it was a parody of Megaforce. Mm-hmm. And it was, it it got me through that season. Yes, and I wish it would have gone on longer, but oh, me too. It was so good. Six years ago, yep. Okay, they only made eight of them, I think. Yes. Sorry, I just have to play the first episode now. I'm pl- I'm I'm playing it. Let's watch this together so I can capture the audio for the podcast. All right, on the count of three for Go Say in the Robot, episode one. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> Just the snoring. Uncle Zordon, no. And to a wall for all eternity. I love this so much. What the hell is that? <laughs> hey, Denzel. Denzel. Hey, 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 hey
Okay, I got it. Oh. I got it. Oh, Why did we install alarms? Oh, I <laughs> sir, hang on. It was a warning. Oh. A warning, sir. A warning. Oh no. It is the oh warning. no. Oh no. <laughs> Our greatest enemy is returning. It's not Taylor Swift, sir. No, no. no. <laughs> she just wrote that song about me after we broke up. She's got. Sure. <laughs> I am very fond. No, no, no. It is our greatest enemy. Our enemy from beyond the moon. Mothzilla. You're sure it's not Taylor Swift, sir? No, 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 no. He's a big bug dude. Oh, oh, yeah, you're a big bug guy. I see the phone. There he is. Yes, look at that big bug Wow. My God. colorful, sir. We must prepare our defenses. Okay, sir. We shall recruit rangers. Oh, right. You mean like forest rangers, sir? No, no, no. Power rangers. You shall be the first of the power rangers. The greatest among them. <laughs> I, I loved when when the you could tell the guy was cracking up at his own jokes when he was voicing it. Oh God! <laughs> All right. We shall recruit five teenagers with maximum attitude. Still thinking about giant metal. Extreme matter. That's a very 90s response, sir. Do you think that maybe we should come up with something more modern? Yes, yes. We need five full shizzle teenagers, my name. Yo. Okay. I'm going to probably uh, rewatch all of that. Um, but overall thoughts on the, on this episode. <laughs> Great. That's fantastic. It's sort of not safe for children at all well i mean once you know the subtext yes great humor when you put it into the context that they're in a romantic relationship oh i was reviewing go say in the robot no this episode oh. is terrible oh <laughs> <laughs> no no we'll link to go say in the robot it is uh definitely pg-13 but there's eight fantastic episodes of go say and the robot for sure check that out mm -hmm. but back to united we stand it was an okay episode like in all honesty sure it had like i said it had good humor like decent humor it wasn't too like immature or anything i mean this was definitely better than an episode of like super ninja steel yeah for sure and, i mean this season did have its like Moments. Fork moments and stuff but like this episode it wasn't that bad i did think i mean when you take the subtext out of it and you're just watching the episode mm -hmm. it really does solidify solidify their friendship yes for sure yes um, it just doesn't make sense why they wanted to hide the pictures yeah and why they constantly mentioned it full subtext like just it didn't mm -hmm. how they were behaving did not make sense sometimes. For sure. Even in the context, maybe the first time it made sense in the context of friendship, but they continued to act like that. Yeah, it was like, oh, we have to hide our relationship. And then they were like constantly hanging on each other to the point where it was like, even if you don't admit it, I'm pretty sure everyone else can see that it's not just a friendship at this point. Right. <laughs> no, for sure. But yeah, I mean, like, it was a decent episode. It wasn't bad. Wasn't the greatest. Better than we got the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, Troy was still like a little wooden, but then I honestly think that's how they were directing him. 
Yeah, because you can tell in the more comedic moments, he really shines. Oh, his his facial expressions are hilarious. Like he's not a bad actor. It's like what they were giving him. Exactly. And this cast is super friendly and and they've always been, you know, pretty nice on social and stuff. Yeah. And like you can tell that they're all like not the other season's actors are terrible, but like you can tell these guys are actually like pretty good actors. They're just working with some like tough material sure and tough direction mm-hmm. i would assume any more thoughts about about this particular episode united we stand had a good message i mean i did like the total girl power of this episode yeah. it was just super bland though with the villain she's mm-hmm. like oh all men are trash and it's like whoa yeah um <laughs> I mean, in in the context of today's climate, it's it takes on like a whole new meaning. Yeah. But I think for a message for kids of girl power, be empowered. And if you're good friends with someone, you'll go to any length to save them. Yeah. And like, don't throw away friendships over something stupid. Exactly. I just, I never liked how Gosei was just slap happy with the powers. It was mm-hmm. like, you've tied your shoes correctly. You've earned a new power. I was never a fan of that. The best part is you sounded just like him. Best Gosei <laughs> impression. <laughs> Rangers, you've unlocked a new power from friendship. Yay. Here's a new Zord. Like, what? <laughs> Not one Zord. Here's three of them. You because of the power of friendship. You've learned how to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> you've unlocked sweet photography skills. <laughs> <laughs> I could carry on go say in the robot. <laughs> you really could. Oh that was some sweet BMX skills. Oh my gosh. Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> so we, we do have a, a couple of uh, extra questions that, that we were asked. Kevin Travers on Facebook said, with GoGo Power Rangers, he's talking about the comic, with GoGo Power Rangers inching closer to ending with the intro of the Green Ranger, could this series become a stage to see other teams in comic form, like six issues of Lightspeed or a story or two of SPD? So I'll take this question since I'm like more up to date on the comics. So I have a feeling of what they're doing and we really won't know until June or the next couple months when uh, they release some of the uh, synopsises for go, go power Rangers. But with the announcement of Ryan Parrott moving over to mighty Morphin, but also writing go, go power Rangers, I think that cannot be sustainable for him in the long term because writing two Power Ranger comics on top of the other work that he does with his independent work. And they said that once it meets up with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where that comic began with Tommy being a part of the team right after Green with Evil, I think GoGo Power Rangers can only go up to that moment where it meets up with the original comic and then your premise for go, go power Rangers kind of loses it. So I think once they hit a certain point or break in the storytelling, I would love to see that this comic, the go, go power Rangers, I would love to see that become the anthology series Yeah, because with beyond the grid ending 
and this new necessary evil arc, which brings back the Mighty Morphin team, I feel now Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is back to on track with focusing on the main team. With, you know, Beyond the Grid going on, Go-Go Power Rangers was the only comic where you could see the original team in action. Mm-hmm. So I feel that once the original team comes back for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic, my thought is, well, that'd be the perfect time to wrap up the point where you see Go-Go meet up with Mighty Morphin. And now you can tell maybe short form stories and Go-Go becomes like this constant, like you could do like, a light speed arc. You could do an SPD arc and you could jump around within uh, the universe. And now, you know, we know that Hasbro has this go, go power Rangers initiative. Well, wouldn't that be funny if the comic named that, you know, celebrates the, the franchise more overall. Hmm. So that that's my thoughts on it. So I think I asked this a while ago, cause I'm not sure. to date on the comics. I'm not, extremely familiar with them so the mmpr comic that was just like regular mighty morphin but new kind of continuation stories right so mighty morphin it was pretty much like in line with the tv show i mean you could definitely see where those story beats could fit within the show but once they introduced lord draken it kind of started doing its own thing Mm -hmm. then you had the shattered grid event and that was like oh wow all these different rangers and and that was the big like universe shattering moment and then you had this beyond the grid which has these rangers that are trapped in this other universe after the events of shattered grid so for the past you know whatever issues since shattered grid ended it's been focusing on this team of different Rangers that, that survived Shattered Grid when they got blown into another universe. So there have been no Mighty Morphin characters in mm-hmm. the Mighty Morphin in, in this arc for Beyond the Grid. Yeah, but like what I mean is like Mighty Morphin was more like the regular characters, but wasn't yes. Go-Go Power Rangers more of like a modernized take on the whole concept? No, both of them were. Both of them were. Both Go-Go and Mighty Morphin were like, all right, this these are the Power Rangers in contemporary times. Okay. But when the two of them were going together, Go-Go, so essentially it's like Go-Go was the team right after they got their powers. Okay. And before Tommy. So the dividing line for the two series has been the green with evil story. Okay. MMPR was everything post green with evil. Like Tommy just joined the team. Obviously they have doubts in him. He's doubting himself. Mm -hmm. Yada, yada. Go, go power Rangers never even had Tommy. It's literally like two days after they get their powers. That's when the comic starts. Okay. So there's the same universe. They're just two different, points in the universe okay that's what i was trying to understand that we know of because once the shattered grid event happened and it happened there was a storyline that connected the shattered grid for both gogo and mighty morphin some have speculated that since shattered grid now the gogo universe is doing its own thing like they're they have split off into their own universe because there's some time travel 
timey wimey bits now. Okay. And the connecting thread of that is the Ranger Slayer. Okay. Which is future Kim. Okay. What's happening right now in Go Go Power Rangers is that Rita has recently obtained the green power coin. Okay. And now she is trying to unlock it, essentially. So this is literally right before Green with Evil. And we've only got a few more issues in that arc. And Ryan Parrott has said before, the end of Go Go Power Rangers is Green with Evil, because then we meet up with the Mighty Morphin comic. Because they're ramping up this dragon coin arc, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have no idea their plans for Go Go Power Rangers, but... It kind of makes sense if Ryan is switching to Mighty Morphin and they said, oh, he'll be writing both series. But to me, that seems like a handing off point. I don't think they're ready to announce anything with GoGo yet. Okay. I'm just totally speculating. Right. So that's a long answer to Kevin Travers question. But if you have more, let me know. Yeah, no, but like that, that clears it so much up for me. Because I'm I'm sure some other listeners have the same thoughts. They might not be familiar with the comics. I've said this before. If it feels daunting for anyone to catch up, please take a look at the trade paperbacks that are out. I believe the third trade paperback for GoGo Power Rangers comes out this month. If you can't afford them, go to like your library. That's where I've been slowly. I'm only like three volumes into like regular MMPR. Oh, sure, sure. um, But it's good, right? Yeah. No, I like what I've read so far. I really genuinely do. I I would definitely check out Go Go Power Rangers. It definitely follows more on the high school drama than the Ranger stuff. Okay. Like the Ranger stuff is there, but you really learn about their characters as, as people in Go Go. Okay. And not to say that the main comic didn't explore that, but Go-Go is like, it's not Tommy-centric, because there is no Tommy. All of the characters shine. You even find out their lives before they became Power Rangers, like in flashbacks. It's it's a really good story. Okay. That's why I'm excited for Ryan Parrott to come to the main series, because I like his writing. I really do. And... You know, him and and Kyle Higgins were best friends. So, I mean, they collaborated so much on Shattered Grid. Like, I feel like Ryan is a worthy successor to continue the Mighty Morphin line and especially kicking it off with the White Ranger. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's such a fantastic, like, reset point for what happened after Shattered Grid. And there are so many questions there, like, how did that universe reform? How did it get reset? So, tons of mystery. I'm very excited for him to come on on board. My thought is, I think GoGo would transition into, like, a like an anthology series. That That's my hope. That would be cool, though. I would support that. And I might actually, I hate to say it, but I might actually go out and buy, like, single issues if that were the case. Depending on, like, what team of Rangers it focused on. I hope that Shattered Grid showed Boom Studios. I hope it showed Hasbro that there is an audience for other teams beyond Mighty Morphin. Yeah. And like, I mean, I haven't read it yet because I haven't been able to get my hands on a copy. But the Soul of the Dragon, didn't that have some sort of SPD-ish type um, aspect to it? Soul of the Dragon did not take place in the comics universe. Um, It was very much grounded in the television show Continuity. Mm -hmm. Because it was set 
in the future and even in SPD's future and masterfully done by Kyle Higgins. Once again, that's definitely a cool one shot that you can pick up, but it sets the tone because, you know, we found out that in super Ninja steel in the crossover dimensions and danger, Hey, Tommy has a son. He's in a relationship with cat and that soul of the dragon just continues those threads because mm-hmm. his son is an SPD officer. And it shows interest in other type of season themes. Exactly. And that's that's all I want in Power Rangers, not just the show and comics. Just lean a little more into this rich universe that's already been established. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to make reference to things. Sure, not everyone's going to pick it up. It just adds this layer of context to everything. Mm-hmm. That's my long-winded answer. And then Huvian Callium at Ranger Callium 18 said, have you watched Go Busters? If so, what is the one thing you hope they adapt for Beast Morphers? Love the podcast, by the way. Callum, thank you so much for listening. I have not watched Go Busters all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably seen the first third of it. I just hope that they continue to adapt the overall tone of that Sentai. Yes. Just the more, I don't want to say dark. Yeah, I don't want to say dark either because the Red Ranger, like when he sees a picture of a chicken, he freezes. So there's always going to be that silliness. It's more cinematic. Yes. That's the word I'm looking for. It's more cinematic. I too hope they really adapt that. Yeah. I like Go Busters from what I've seen. I still have not been able to finish it, but it is one of right. like the only Sentai series that I've enjoyed watching, in all honesty. Yeah. Besides the whole cinematic nature of it all that I'm really hoping they adapt, I'm hoping they adapt the, like, civilian power aspect. Yes, I would love to see civilian powers Mm -hmm. again. And judging from what we have seen, which has been very little, it does seem like they are adapting a lot of that. Uh Uh-huh. The footage that we've seen so far does look like a tad bit more cinematic than in the past. And more colorful. Yes. Less washed out. Yes. Um, The special effects look a little bit more refined. Yeah. It looks great. It seems like they might be adapting the civilian powers aspect. Because I noticed some footage. I can't remember if it was in the Toy Fair or in the regular trailer or where it was. But it almost looked like the Red Ranger was like speeding a bit. Oh. Running fast-ish. I could be making that entire thing up in my brain. Oh, no, no, no. That was like, yeah, that was when, uh, but that was Sentai footage when he was like running and it was just like the. Yeah, but I don't know if it was Sentai footage. I mean, like in civilian clothes was doing something and I can't, it was so, so brief that I thought I didn't notice it. And well, I watched, I'm going to have to watch everything. Yeah, now. me too, because I'm wondering if I'm imagining this. But, uh, or we look like idiots when this episode yeah. releases, and they're like, guys, what do you tell about? <laughs> so It Takes Two to Toku at It Takes Two to Toku said something I was wondering about, especially after the reveal that Saban didn't want the Calvin and Haley kiss. Did you see that? Yep. So who was holding back Ninja Steel from reaching its potential? Has anyone on the production team spoken about it or will they ever speak about it? I think 
Chip Lynn kind of inferred at Power Morphicon during the whole casting panel that he was on, he kind of alluded that that like Haim Saban was going for this different tone, like this more comedic tone. And I might be completely getting that wrong. But regarding the whole Calvin and Haley kiss, the fact that they cut it, I think that sucks especially when they establish Calvin and Haley's relationship from the beginning of that show. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a kiss during the finale and it wasn't like full on making out. They smooched. He grabbed her face and they smooched. It was like basically a peck on the lips. Right. To me, that's really innocent. I think that would have felt really earned considering we saw like a whole 40 episodes with them as a couple. Like, come on. Mm hmm. Especially in the comics, because in, I think it was one of the annuals that it was the Shattered Grid crossover. Even there, she said, oh, well, I spent the night at Kelvin's or whatever. I mean, even in the comics, there was a hint of like, you know, yes, they. I mean, it was blatant that they had a relationship. But, you know, kind of hinting that, hey, they even spend the night together, you mm-hmm. know, like not outright saying, oh, my God, they're sleeping with each other. But, you know, there was just like that, hey. Hey, we share a bunk type of thing. Mm-hmm. For comics, that's great because the readership is older. That kiss was so innocent. Come on. And it was like, what, like three extra seconds? Literally three seconds. And the only reason I think that they wanted to cut that out, it had to have been from a higher up. Mm-hmm. And if that higher up was Haim Saban, well, now we got Hasbro. And I totally hope that Ravi and Zoe are a couple or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't think any of the production team will talk about that because, I mean, this was leaked from the actors and actors who were clearly like, we're out of contract, so here you go. This is for the fans. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not trying to throw any of the cast under the bus, but you can sense their frustration about the season. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them. As far as like, will the production team ever speak about it? No, I don't think so. I think the actors will speak about it. Kind of like when when Sierra Hannah and Cameron Jebo were on No Pink Spandex and they kind of spilled the whole tea there. They clearly didn't like their season and they thought that especially Cameron Jebo felt highly underused as a character. And I, and I don't blame them for speaking out. Like once a job is done and you're out of contract, hey, bring it up if you need to. Mm-hmm. And and that was the whole thing like, uh, like Riley's actor, Michael Tabor. But as far as like the production team, I don't think you're ever going to hear Chiplin say, oh, yeah, we totally screwed that one up. Like they're not going to admit that they made a mistake or that they they totally want to wish they could redo things because at the end of the day, they still want to have a job. You know, Yeah, like unless something more drastically changes behind right. the scenes, like higher up wise, like management style type wise no one's gonna talk about it it is a completely new era with hasbro i have no idea what to expect my expectations are all over the place we really can't predict things going forward i mean after eight years or actually you know 26 years they have the runtime of the intros (laughs) like i mean that's that's one more thing that was like whoa i think the whole argument about oh go go power rangers i hate that in the theme it's like, well, wait, look at the bigger picture. L- look at the bigger thing that they did. 
And it's like, just, you said, it's like a whole new era, new regime. Things are changing. I mean, they've already gone back and done a Sentai that they skipped over. Yeah. That we were previously told. I don't know if this is, like, actually a confirmed thing or speculation, but, like, Bandai said it wasn't marketable toy-wise because there was no gimmick. And then they gave us a gimmick. They made a gimmick. And it's in the show. Yeah. (laughs) And they adapted the season in the first place, which we thought wasn't going to happen because it was so like cinematically yeah. different than all the other ones. But that's what Hasbro is banking on. Yeah. They're leaning into that fact that it doesn't look like past shows. Mm-hmm. Like they, they even said it in all the press releases, like totally leather suits. And I mean, they're, they're really capitalizing on the fact that this is different mm-hmm. footage. And the fact that they keep emphasizing the like all ages thing makes yes. me think yes. that they respect yes. the product. And they yes. understand what went wrong in the past. And shout out and congrats to Melissa Flores for becoming a co-producer on the show. Yes. I think it's about time. Mm-hmm. And if anyone with the whole Hasbro Power Rangers team, it's going to feel more cohesive because they're also, you know, story creation in the comics and the TV show and the games and this and that and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Everything is gelling more. And when you have the same people that are creatively in control across an entire brand, that's where you can have things like, oh, Tommy's son is in Dimensions in Danger. Boom, here he is as a grown-up in the comics. Like mm-hmm. That can only happen when you have a creative team that is going towards one goal and has one vision. Mm-hmm. It's not like and is trying to connect this universe. Yeah, it's not like working with the Bandai people for the toy aspect. Like Hasbro owns everything. And you can totally see that in what little footage we've seen of the show. The Zord cockpits they recreated. And because you have, hey, here's this gigantic Hasbro blaster, which will be on sale as a nerf gun this spring. Hey kids, pew pew pew. That kind of synergy when you're creating products that will also be seen in the show and bandai and power rangers have done a good job of doing that in the past maybe not lately but now with hasbro you're seeing that come full circle Mm -hmm. i think it's all it's all a more cohesive process product everything and like you can tell already so i'm excited Mm -hmm. you can find out if we're really excited about it or not in our next episode when Hopefully the three of us will be together talking about Beast Morphers Mm -hmm. and that will be uh, next Saturday. Yeah. Definitely check that out. AP, this has been a great, uh, another great subtext uh, slam section. Yes. I want to preview the next one we're going to do. Okay. Got another one all teed up already. Yes. So that will be Unexpected Arrival. Ooh, Samurai? Yes. Oh, I haven't seen that one in like forever. But this is when the Gold Ranger arrives. Yes. There's some more subtext there. <laughs> and I can even tease the one after that <gasps> that we'll Ooh, do. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But make it a, like a subtle tease. Oh, uh, I think I have a toothache. Oh. Oh, oh I want to get that checked. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be talking all about that, but if any of our listeners have an episode that they want to suggest for Secret Ranger fans Super Subtext Slam session, just get on our social media, let us know. Yeah. 
let us know. Shoot him over my way. Shoot him over yes. Eric's way. I'm assuming you can shoot him over Zach's way too. Shoot him all over the place, but shoot him at our main channel. This is getting kind of <laughs> kind of subtexty. <laughs> hey AP, if our listeners wanted to suggest an episode for the Super Subtext Slam session, mm-hmm. how would they be able to reach you? Um, they can um, send them to me on Twitter at Secret Ranger Fan. You can contact the podcast through the website. Post them on our Facebook. We can post another like call to action thing on the Facebook. Ask them for suggestions on Twitter. Any way you find us through social media on our website. You can even email it to us. The what's our email? Ranger Command Power Hour at gmail.com. Email it to us if you want to. Any way you can contact us through the podcast. Do it. Send us some suggestions. You can find all of that on our website at rangercommand.com, mm-hmm. our Twitter, Ranger Command PH. We're Ranger Command Power Hour on Instagram and Facebook. You can also use the contact form on our website. And people have used that before that have not spammed us and let us know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Twitter's only 240 characters or 280, whatever it is. But our contact form, you can write a whole paragraph if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> or two paragraphs. Just don't contact us through Tumblr. I don't think any of us use that anymore. We do not use that. And in fact, I'm glad you brought that up, uh-huh. AP, because I think I'm going to be shutting down the auto posting. Because whenever I make a new thing on the website, it always auto posts to Tumblr. <laughs> but I don't think any one of us checks that. No, I'm going to probably delete my own Tumblr soon anyway if i haven't already i don't even remember if i've deleted it or not so i will miss tumblr because that's that's where you and i first met through yeah, there it's where we all got our start i'm glad for the service that brought us together but twitter's where it's at people. yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> so uh ranger nation we're gonna get going but uh thank you so much for uh listening to the show and we'll catch you next week with our thoughts on Power Rangers Beast Morphers Episode 1. Yeah. Can't wait. I'm excited. I'm hyped. Me too. It's morphin' time. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah. Activate Beast Power. Oh, activate Beast Power. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin' Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at RangerCommandPowerHour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to Patreon.com slash RangerCommandPH to learn more. Thanks for listening.